Well, hello, Ryan. Hello. I think you might already know, but I became a mother this week. You became a mother. I became a mother, a fish mother. So <laughs> That's the weirdest way to phrase that I could have thought of. <laughs> yes, on Father's Day, I um, I made my husband a fish father. Um, and I finally, I, I finally took the plunge and I got a fish tank and I got two fish at the moment. We can have up to 15 in our, our tank, but we've got to wait for all the waters and I don't know, for three more weeks. But let's just say I'm very stressed out, mother. So I'm a bit worried for when I have proper children, but um, they're, they're two males and I wasn't told, but apparently there's certain breed of fish. They like to fight and it's stressing me out because I got two males because my husband wanted a swordfish, sword tail fish, sorry. And for the weird tails, they've got to be males. And um, let's just say Louis, Louis and Hugo are their names, named after Louis Vuitton and Hugo Boss. Of course. And um, Normal fish names, good. <laughs> who wants fishy? Like, you know, you got to go different. Splash. But long story short, Louis is a bitch and poor Hugo's getting picked on. It's stressing me out. And poor Hugo today, when I came home from work and I went to feed him, he, Hugo jumped up and hit the roof and, oh, it's just... It's all right. There, I might have to take. I'm taking Louis back. It even got to the point where on the first day I was like, if if Louis bloody kills Hugo, I'm flushing Louis down the toilet. Um, <laughs> it's a it's a double kill. <laughs> double, oh my god! It's all right. I'll, I'll fill you guys in next week. So I've got to have these two for three more weeks. And we don't have enough plants. So we've got to fill them in. But let's just say fish are not just fish if you're doing them properly. Um, but I'll fill you all, all you guys, and I might put them up on the Instagram. Um, a photo of them—they're very cute. But um, they can be the mascot bitches. of the podcast, can't they? Oh, they're psychos though. Like he got the moment before I came in to record. I went to have a look at him. He's just going up and down really erratically on the fishing. Like is he distressed? But then he'll just stop. Then Louis will go and attack him. Yeah, it's just it's guys. I think I care too much about them, but it's okay. I'll uh, I'll fill you in. But yes, Hugo and Louis. Um, I've got to get females next. I do know that. And don't worry, guys. I do. I have an aquarium right across the road, and they're they've given me sheets, and I'm doing it properly, and all the chemicals. So don't. I don't know. Don't get triggered <laughs> what I'm doing. Okay. All right. Now, this week, actually, surprisingly, the first segment. Now, I haven't named them again, so okay. I, I do like that you name them. I'll try my best. Um, <laughs> you did so well last week. Oh, thanks. It is about a sea life, and it goes a bit nuts. It goes all over the place. Wait, it is a hilarious. sea life, as in, like, living sea life, at as the in, sea? Like, no, something in the ocean. Okay, so not not a, a not a sailor just roaming around <laughs> the oceans in a boat. The sea life is from me. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's apparently what, that's my sailor fiction. accent. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. No, so this story was done by BBC, and let me tell you, you think for such a reputable post, it's not like a BuzzFeed post. You think people would be a little bit more sensible, but they're not, and that's why I love it. Excellent. So they did on one, and there's been a few going around about a rare one in two million. BBC is calling it. One in two million blue lobster that landed oh. by a Scottish fisherman. And apparently they're very rare. Yeah, no, I've actually um, read about this. The blue lobsters are the rarest. There's also like different colours and they have different rarities. Perfect. Now, there, don't worry, there's some. I, I know you do like a good Google. So there is times throughout this that you will have some Googling time. Okay. So, Thank to you. find out your facts. Facts with Ryan. So, let's start off with Vicky. Vicky. He just wants to say how good she is. Vicky goes, 
I saved a blue lobster from a restaurant in Ibiza, along with a couple of red companions, and put them back into the sea. It made me so happy. That sounds like she's stolen one of the most expensive lobsters <laughs> in this in this Ibiza uh, restaurant and just thrown them into the ocean. I think she's trying to do a pick me. That's bullshit. I'm calling bullshit straight away. Well, Jen goes, Vicky, thank you, XOXO. And then That's actually the lobster, isn't it? That's actually the lobster. We figured it out. She's gone on social media. Oh, what a what a great story. And Caleb's come back going, Vicky, you sure about that? So he is questioning Vicky like yourself. Of course. But Vicky's coming back to both of you saying, Caleb, no, I'm making it up to entertain Jobworths like you. Jobworths? Oh, no, that's the first one I heard. Jobworths. Is (laughs) spelt as it sounds, Jobworths. J-O-B-S-W-O-R-T-H-S. It's a a derogatory, I can't even read that word, informal (laughs) of someone who upholds petty rules at at the expense of humanity or common sense. That doesn't sound like um, the correct use of Jobsworth, just putting it out there, but it's a new word. There you go. Jobsworth. There we go. Now, Sophie goes, Vicky, that blue one could have been the same one you saved and thought, oh, for fuck's sake, again? <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. <laughs> nice. Now, Anthony just said Vicky and then put a whole lot of snowflakes in there. Right. I don't understand that reference. I think maybe because she was getting so defensive to Caleb. Oh, yeah, maybe, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Now, calling her a snowflake. Now, Tom's coming and goes, Vicky, they're probably caught again and then eaten. I mean, well, aren't we talking about the one in two million blue lobster here? And she's just like, I, I saved it from an Ibizan restaurant. I don't even know <laughs> if that's the right terminology. She said she's saved one before, so she's found another one and... It's just a casual occurrence for her, isn't she? Oh, walking down the beach, there's another one. Oh, they don't stop. My my summer holiday. Yeah. Now, Vicky's come back again to the haters saying, why do some people have to be so mean? Cost nothing to be kind in life, negative Nellies. (laughs) That's the peace side. She's equating stealing from, well, I assume, I'm just throwing the stealing on because it sounds a bit more spicy in the story right she's just quoting <laughs> stealing the lobster with being a nice human nothing good about that no connections i don't understand this she's like, i just wanted to share my story you guys are shooting on it right F exactly now simon's come back and gone vicky are you sure the red ones hadn't already been cooked and then everyone does some laughing emojis whoa, 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 whoa. Muhammad's come back and goes, "Well done, Vicky." <laughs> so he's just, you know. Everyone's loving. I'm, I'm impressed by how many people are just like, "Good on you for saving the blue lobster." Well, there's more as we go on, and Ali goes, "Vicky, you didn't save anything. You just fed them to the fishes and the shark. Nice one." Okay, interesting. Jeez, you can't. <laughs> no, no winning here, Marco, is there? And then Marco goes, "Ali, you mean octopuses?" <laughs> Okay, okay. Someone's done their yeah. research. Yes. Actually, it's not sharks the- that eat the crustaceans, it's octopus. Uh. <laughs> I love how he just came in for that comment. Oh, no, wait, sorry, he does come back for the last one. Now, Matt goes, Vicky, if they were red, they were already dead. 
feel like that's a t-shirt if they were if red, they're red they were already they already dead and then have a lobster behind it but no lobsters <laughs> are, are red like found in the ocean so immediately Whoa. wrong alan goes oh vicky you're a feisty one aren't you <laughs> what and then Okay. Brian comes back saying it's blue. It's obviously clock cold, so put it in some hot water. Uh, now that sake. is funny. I like that. That's a good joke. That's a good <laughs> funny, joke. That's the one you didn't laugh at. And <laughs> Peter, Peter's come back. So there's there's more team lobsters saying thank you for saving the sea dudes. And he's done some love hearts and lobster emojis. The sea dudes. How is saving one blue lobster saving the sea? There's no, a lot more. A, no, she saved a couple of red companions too. Don't forget that. She okay. didn't steal one lobster. She stole a couple. <laughs> she stole a few and then threw them in the ocean. <laughs> what is she doing though at this restaurant, which I assume is a seafood restaurant if they're selling lobster? Not many restaurants sell lobster and are like specialised in, you know, beef or steak or, or something else, right? This is clearly a seafood restaurant and she's walked in and seen the seafood and then thought, no, I'm not having that. I'm, I'm, I'm helping these guys get away. That's nuts. What well, a crazy as lady. We, as we progress through this segment, Vicky's not the craziest. Oh, now, Ruben, <laughs> Ruben's coming and goes, Vicky, I wonder if they survived every other creature. Would have been wrapped up in the easy pickings. Like if I put one on a hook for a bait, I wouldn't think it would last long. So saying basically what you did, it was for nothing. Right. Then Natalie comes back and goes, Vicky, when they are red, it means they're already boiled. People and are very then, silly, I think. Yeah, and then Marco comes in, the octopus guy. He seems yes. to be the guy with the facts. To end this little uh, bit, this chain of conversation, Marco goes, Natalie, uh, lobsters are red along with many other colours. Doesn't mean they're boiled <laughs> just because they're red. Yeah. Lol. I like, I like this guy spitting facts. I, I respect and no this. One could, no one could argue with Marco, so that little section was done. Right. But let's go on to Jamie. This is a bit of a longer one. Jamie goes, it's so rare, it would be a shame to put it in a pot. So that was quoting the The article. The blue one, yeah. He goes, yeah, because I think the guy was putting it into an aquarium. Okay. He goes, it's a shame to boil any animal to death. I mean, it's a bad way to go, right? I haven't been boiled alive, but if I were, I wouldn't be happy about it. Well, some people in this conversation disagree with you, Ryan. Oh, Okay. Now, Nolene goes, Jamie, yes. And then Sherry Ann comes in and goes, Jamie, thank you. I couldn't agree more. It still astounds me that people do this and then eat it. Disgusting. What? Boil, then, um, uh, boil something an and, animal, then, yeah, okay. and then eating it. Yep. Yeah. So Ben comes in and goes, Sherry Ann, how's that no calorie salad tasting? Watery? God. There we go. Now people are going to attack vegans again. <laughs> no. Sherry Ann goes, Ben, actually, it's very good. Perhaps you should try it yourself. And then Victoria comes in and goes, Sherry Ann, and maybe read a very basic book on nutrition, eh? Cool. And then Vi- <laughs> Sherry Ann shares a gif of a dog going, what? And then Victoria Ann goes, sorry, Victoria goes, Sherry Ann, I meant not you. I meant him, not you. So she was saying that Ben needs to read a book while trying a watery salad. Yeah. Then Bill <laughs> Bill comes in and goes, Sherry Ann, terrible, but so delicious. 
<laughs> she's she's morally obliged to say it's not good, but she just loves it so much. I, I can respect yeah. that. <laughs> so it's Bill. So Bill's, I'm guessing, oh, a man, sorry. Yeah, Bill, yep. And Sherry Ann comes in and goes, Bill, really? With like a million exclamation marks. And then Jamie's response was, Sherry Ann, in the US, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but in other countries, they don't know how to cook lobster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. It hasn't finished there. Now, Gareth comes in, back to Jamie's original one, okay. saying, why would you boil an animal? And Gareth goes, Jamie, professionals kill the lobsters before boiling it. Usually with a knife, strike straight to its head, killing it instantly. If I can choose a way to die, I would choose instantly. <laughs> It gets worse. Oh, no. How does it get worse <laughs> than that? If I were to die, kill me quickly. Oh, my God. So Jamie comes back in saying, Gareth, you choose getting stabbed in the head? How odd. I'll choose quietly in my sleep after a long, happy life. But you do you, I guess. Yeah. And then Trevor joins in and goes, Jamie, you must have terrible reading. He said he'll choose instantly. He didn't say what particular method. My God, this is getting way dark. Like, considering <laughs> we're talking about a blue, like a really rare blue lobster. Lobster going into an aquarium, yeah. Right. And then Jamie goes, Trevor, following on from saying lobsters get stabbed in the head, I was continuing that analogy. It's not hard. Right. So there you go. We've heard about how you want to die. Then now, his this guy's name is Ears of Tin Trunk Monkey. So I'm cool. just going to call him Trunk Monkey. <laughs> yeah, of course, that's the logical <laughs> nickname to give him. Yep. So Trunk Monkey goes, Jamie. It's a shame not to boil certain animals to death. We are human after all. We eat animal weirdos. <laughs> yeah. Everything eats everything then, on the planet. That's how things work Li- here. Linda comes back and goes, Trunk Monkey, people who Trunk eat... Monkey! <laughs> oh, sorry. How did you say that? How did you say that so casually as if that was like a normal conversation? Trunk Monkey, I respect your opinion, but I disagree. <laughs> Trunk monkey. People who eat boiled alive lobsters should be boiled alive to see if it's painful. Angry emoji face. Ooh, that's dark. So Linda's, that's like me wanting to flash Louie down the toilet for killing my for other fish. For killing another fish. Yeah. Now, Trunk Monkey goes, Linda, well, if the lobsters were much larger, I'm sure they would. They'd get tough if you kill them first. Life isn't all about pretty cupcakes. Neither is the planet we live on or nature. Animals eat other animals. Don't like it? Eat leaves. Don't like it still? Concentrate really, really hard. And maybe, maybe you'll be in a better place. (laughs) Cool. Yeah, I respect that. And then... He goes, and Linda, and if anybody wants to boil me, I'm game, but you must eat me. What? You know there's crazy people out there that are going to take that seriously. Like, there's definitely someone out there in the in the depths of the human darkness that's like, eat human, all right, I'll do that, yep, okay, <laughs> agreed. you got to be very careful what you say online. That's <laughs> crazy. And then, yeah, and then Sila goes, Linda, have you seen any Animal Planet show? I'd rather be boiled to death before being r- eaten than ripped apart while still alive. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think it... <sighs> yeah, they're both really bad ways to go. They are. Yeah. So that's a hard now, one to choose from. <laughs> <laughs> Sherry Ann, to end this weird, dark conversation we've gone down, goes, Trunk Monkey, I'm only replying because I think you want to start a fire. If not, you are an insane motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, he sounds a little bit crazy, old Trunk Monkey. But his name also points in that direction. So let's let's leave Trunk Monkey and vegans and boiling and how you want to die. And we're going to head off to Nicola. Sorry, Nicola. Why did I say Nicola? I don't know. It sounded good. It's like my whole tortilla. sounded foreign. (laughs) Nicola. (laughs) Nicola goes... Give it to a reputable zoo aquarium. If you put him back, I see the next fisherman may not be so kind. Fiona goes, Nicola, why? And Gavin goes, Fiona, did you really have to ask the question? Because silly someone like me would buy it and eat it. (laughs) I love the honesty. Good on him. Well done. That's why fishermen would. And then... Mavoon Mavoon goes, Fiona, my students in ESL companies would tell you no why. Don't get that one, but he's doing a lot of laughing emojis. And then Fiona goes back to Gavin, who was a one like, because silly people like me would eat it. Gavin goes, she goes, Gavin, so are you going to rescue all the other lobster, fish and other sea creatures too? Yeah. And then Gavin responds, well, Fiona, I'm not Aquaman. <laughs> I don't think Aquaman saved seafood from seafood restaurants. No. <laughs> oh, jeez. David goes, Nicola, the chances of the next fisherman catching, it will be like winning the lottery. And then Nicola goes, oh, let's hope so then. And then Johnny goes, David, how much would it fetch on a plate out of interest? Mm. He goes... Johnny a lot, but then Johnny's not happy with that. <clears throat> right. Johnny goes, I'd rather, I gather that, hence the question, lol. I was actually after, a, like, a ballpark figure, please. Okay. Did we get and, one? Um, no. Oh. Well, I gave it a yeah. Google. Do you, do you want to know how much? Yeah, how much? How much do you think? Five grand? Oh, not, not that much, but... 500, yes. It's priced as high as 500 on eBay for a blue lobster. Oh, so our lobster's like $200. Um, well, how expensive are lobsters? Is that US or Australian? I assume US. I, I always Okay, so it'd be yeah. about 1,000. Oh, it'll be about like 800. 800. It's quite okay. expensive. So it's more than double what mm. a, a normal lobster would be. Right, but a normal lobster's priced per pound rather than so a blue lobster. So it's not like, you know, yeah, true. Um, because you're buying it for the meat rather than, than the colour of its shell. But 35 exactly. to 120 per pound, if that makes any okay. sense to you. Yeah, I'll yep. say yep. <laughs> but Tom, Tom says literally happens weekly and the majority of fishermen will return them. And then Lindsay goes, Tom, my brother-in-law literally caught one last week. And then John goes, Tom, that's what I was thinking. The real rare ones are the half-half, light blue on one side and very dark almost black on the other with a perfect line in between. Mm. Don't see many of those. And then Ryan goes, oh, Tom, I bet you're fun at parties, (laughs) winky face. (laughs) Yeah, okay. And then um, Jerry... 
Sorry. And then James goes, Ryan, I bet you're not fun at parties. I bet one sniff and the full party tackle is gone. I don't I don't get that. Is, get it, is that, that a fishing joke? Maybe. Yeah. If anyone's fishes out there, fishes. Fishes. Any, any fish people out there, yeah. <laughs> I'm but... a new fish person, but not that kind of fish person. Now, Jerry goes, I bet you're fun at parties is a byline for people who honestly can't think of their own put down and have mesmerized a repertoire of insults to throw at random strangers on the internet in an attempt to make themselves look superior. It never works. <laughs> wow. Everyone's so salty. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe because they're talking about fish. And Tim uh-huh. goes, Jerry. That's clever. I like that. That was good. Nice. Now Tim goes, Jerry, I'll wager you are entertaining at social gatherings. Trying to be funny. Let's change the right. phrase up. And then Dave goes, Jerry, I bet you're fun at parties. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> That's weird. What is going but on then in this Jerry's, comment section? I know. But Jerry, to end it all, goes... I'm more fun than your mum anyway. What is going on? <laughs> what are they, what? This is degraded to like grade 10, if that, bullying. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just switch it up. Let's, let's go back to another weird convo. Okay. And it's from Linny. Linny goes, put it in an aquarium. Could be nice for SeaWorlds or one of those places. Now, Victoria goes, Linny, nice for who? Certainly not the inmates. Oh, the the fish are the inmates. Mm -hmm. Clever. Clever lady. Now, I think she's been serious. Yeah, I think so. Now, Ollie comes back going, Victoria, got to question the attitudes of people who find it amusing to cage things just because they look different. Okay. And then Corey just randomly comes in to respond to Linny's first one, saying, Linny, wow, look at you, garbage can person. <laughs> what? Where did that come from? <laughs> why, did, why is she called a garbage can person? Maybe because she's supporting SeaWorld and oh, putting in an God. aquarium. There's some angry animal world. Yeah, I mean, I can get it. There's been some bad stuff about SeaWorld in the news, but... Yeah. Like, yeah, I, no, I don't, I don't that's know. What- yeah, that's why I had a disclaimer at the front about my fish saying, no, I am looking after them properly because I... You wanted to, yeah, preface it, didn't you? Probably I'm caring for them a bit too much. Now, Alexander goes, technically it's racist allowing blue lobsters to live and other colours to die. <laughs> uh, I don't even know where to go with that, so... Let's move on. Yeah, well, Joanna's commenting to Alexander saying, I think they should all be left to live being a vegetarian. Yeah, of course she is. Yep. And then Alexander goes, Joanna, same. But world don't work like that. World don't work like that. that world don't that's work like that. That's too true. World don't work like that. If did work well like that, then then all all lobsters would be free in the ocean. Exactly. But alas, now, world don't work like that. Now, Ollie's responded back going, Linny, I'm not a fan of caging things for people's amusement just because of them looking different. And then Christopher goes, Ollie, I am. Just look at all the box tickers on TV. What's a box ticker? I don't know. What's a box ticker? A box ticker. Let's see if there's slang. Oh, this is box internet company stocks. Uh, <laughs> not what I wanted. We'll just move on. Yep. We'll go to now. Joanna comes back saying, "Why offer to an aquarium? Put it back in the sea." And then Nathan responds, "Joanna, because of money, XX." 
And then Joanna goes, Nathan, cruel, yeah. They should be put back and let it be sad face emoji XX. And Nathan goes, Joanna, the world's gone mad XX. What is up with these XXs? Maybe they're like starting to date. Yeah. I don't know. Cute. <laughs> now, Katie goes, so just because it's pretty, you're not going to kill that one. Eye roll emoji. And then Jim goes, Katie, same rule I have with my girlfriends. <laughs> okay. And then Nathan goes, Jim, all right, Henry VIII. Laughing emoji. He's just lighting it up a bit. Yeah. And then Maria goes back, Katie, apparently they are rare. It's just a colour. XX. What is going <laughs> on? I'm so lost. XX. And then Bess goes, Katie, my thoughts as well. And then to end this one, Andy comes and goes, hey, Katie, you're pretty. What kind of lobster are you? (laughs) (laughs) That's uncomfortable. I mean, clearly it was a joke, but it it wasn't a good one. No. No. We we just might move on to. We just might move on to Emma. A whole new one. She goes, it's not his choice to make. Um, put it back where he took it from. Another lot of needless bycatch. And then Oda goes, Emma, it's beautiful. And Dev goes, Emma, well, it is. He caught it. And then Amir goes, Emma, does your dog have a choice of where it stays? Because there's, there's a dog in her photo. So she's saying, well, it's not his choice. She needs to put it back right. where. And he's put it back. And he goes, well, no, he caught it. He does. And then that's why Amir goes, well, Emma, does your dog have a choice of where it stays? That's still a weird thing to equivalate. Well, no, because Georgina's come on saying, Emma, take your dog back to where you took it from then. Bet he didn't have a choice. And Uh. then James goes, (laughs) yeah. And And then James goes, Emma, do you even know what bycatch means? Right. I don't know. I think it's when you catch something and that wasn't your focus. Like you're fishing for tuna and you pick up a salmon, you know? Okay. So this guy was a lobster fisher, so that's why I was saying. Right. Yeah. Now, Shane joins this, saying, put it back where this is now. This one is to end this little lobster section. The most triggered of it all. Okay. If you thought they were somewhere a bit weird, someone got a bit angry, but are you ready? I'm ready. Shane goes, put it back where it belongs. Caging a wild, sentient creature, especially one used to its rights. Sorry, one used to its rights to roam is just plain cruel, although not as cruel as being boiled alive for posh <laughs> than food. Okay. Uh, I mean, they sound so pretentious, everything they say. They just, yes. it just it loses all the respect I have in the, in the way they communicate, which is like the opposite of what they want, right? You, you want you want to convince people, not not alienate them. even nuttier. Oh, God, it Jordan continues. Goes, I thought it yes. stopped. My bad. <laughs> no, sorry. We've got a few more to go in this little section. Jordan goes, Shane, it's a cruel when a cod comes and snatches up one for lunch. Say, so, well, is it cruel when a fish hits one? Yeah. And then Shane goes, Jordan, I don't see a cod binding them up alive, waterboarding them, squashing them together like a black birder, binding their claws, transporting them several hundred of miles to be slowly boiled alive. So the answer to your question is no. One is nature. The other is man. 
But, well, we're part of nature, aren't we? That's... <laughs> I mean, I get what he's trying to distinguish, but... Waterboarding? A lobster? I, I don't know if that... Yeah, is, is he talking about just, like, washing it? Like torture? Like, yeah. Are you rinsing the salt water off? Is that the waterboarding process? Or is someone holding a towel Finding over this little lobster's cool. face and splashing, like, minute Give me droplets? Give information. <laughs> what yeah. is going on? Now, Jordan goes, Shane, have you just redefined nature to not include mankind? Oh, look at that. I was right. Bang. Yes. Nice work. Well, Shane has an answer for you. Okay. He goes, Jordan, yep. Considering how destructive and disgusting we are as a species, I'd argue that we aren't from nature indeed. Are you going to tell me that humans exist naturally and establish an equilibrium, oh, that's a big word for me, with their habitats like all other animals? Uh, well, they, that's not what animals do, though, is it? Like It's called a, it's called a food chain. Yeah. Chain. And um, animals um, wipe out other animal species. Admittedly, humans do it far worse. I, but He needs to come and look at my fish tank right now with Louis uh, <laughs> killing Hudson. So. Fucking Louis. Oh, Hugo, sorry, not Hudson. So Naomi goes, Jordan, if there is an alternative to take it, you must hate the earth and all of it on it. You keep making the wrong choices knowingly. And then Naomi goes, Jordan, if... Oh, sorry, I'm just rereading what she said. Jordan then responds to Shane to end this whole argument, saying, Shane, are you going to tell me humans don't exist naturally? What do you think we were created by an alien race or something? If you were saying that our technological advancements aren't nature, I would argue that this is a result of our natural brain power and cooperative nature, so it is indeed a natural outcome. I also don't know if you are aware, but we are tons of animals that are, there are tons of animals that are destructive to their own ecosystems oh, and environment. It's like exactly what I said, but in a way smarter way. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's right. I, I agree and with that. That's perfect. I think that's the perfect way to end this segment because I think it encapsulates a lot of the arguments. There's a bit of a weirdos out there. There's some crazy nutters. Someone wanted to be boiled back. alive. That was nuts. I, I'm still in shock about that, but okay. Only if you eat him, though. Only if you eat him. Yeah, only if you eat him. To be fair, he needs to be eaten in this, in this case. <laughs> so what are we going to call that one, Ryan? I wanted to call it the, uh, the Blue Lobster Hero. Um, the from the lobster. the first the first lady oh, who stole Vicky. it. Yeah. Okay, I like that one. The blue lobster hero. Now, there fun fact: um, we they did talk yes. about lobster in in diets for a little bit because I do a little bit of yes. googles here and there, and um, lobster is actually quite healthy in most diets. That's what it said. Um, and also that so a blue lobster is about a one in two million. Um, and then your red lobsters are your common ones, I think. Uh, you've got orange lobsters, which are even more rare. But you can also get half orange and half brown, uh, which is about a 1 in 50 million catch, um, which is pretty cool. They look interesting. Can you, can you um, send me through that? And I might do a graphic to share on our Instagram as a recap next week. Sure thing. Um, I'll, I'll link the... It's a, it's a National Geographic link, so it's, yeah, it's kind of reliable. Up for you guys, maybe on like the the Tuesday or the Wednesday, um, when this episode is released. There's a cool so picture of it, so yeah. Already of the lobsters. There we go. It's uh, what's incredible is that the the color is exactly half, right? It doesn't kind of waver. It's just like someone's got a ruler and lined down the middle of its tail, and half of it is brown and half of it's orange. It's really cool. I've I've never seen it. There you go. There you well, go. might have a little bit facts with Ryan. Some random facts, like last week, 
last episode we found out that it's still healthier to eat applesauce um, or an apple than soft drink, was it? Because we're worried about the sugar content. Uh, yeah, apple juice or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there we go. We have random facts with Ryan that comes out from these comments. <laughs> They're great. I get interested and I'm just like, i got to find out. Like, <laughs> i got to know. We're evolving. It's, I love it. The next one. Okay. It's a bit funny. It's a bit different. They're not really triggered people. This is more. I think we had enough triggered in the first topic to like. I think so. <laughs> this needs to lighten us up. Let's have a laugh. Okay. Um, good. Good. To and hear. I can relate with this one. Um, so this was an article on the reasons why you have an urge to need to go to do number twos when you go to a bookstore. Oh, okay. Have you ever had this, Brian? Uh, I mean, I don't go to bookstores often. I don't read enough <laughs> books, uh, but... Or even a library. Like, whenever you've no, gone to I'm, a library. I don't think I've ever gone to a library. What? Like, this is the weird part, right? We, I don't need Not to. Not even in primary school. I mean, no, in like school, yeah, like but I don't, I don't remember so if <laughs> I had a bodily so reaction. So your mother... <laughs> Your mother never like. Oh, what about like? Okay, so okay, my whole family. We've always had a thing. Whenever we've gone to the library, we've always just automatically it switches in our brain, and we need to go. Hang Same on, bookstores. What? No, are you, are you going on family trips to the library? Are you telling me this is a normal <laughs> yes. Susanna like uh, family yeah, outing? No, not now, not now. But like when I was younger, my mum. Yes, my mum was a lovely mother that had a well-rounded education in the nineties when we didn't have you know iPads to entertain your child. You would take them to a library. You took your kids to a lot i mean you're bloody pack of nerds aren't you no. <laughs> i never went to a library with what? I, i'm actually starting to question your mum's raising you i man, I've, I've questioned her every day of my life so <laughs> you wouldn't be the first <laughs> yeah oh we love you we love you um Judy, i know you listen and she loves all that she likes all our posts so yeah. I, I, i'm not gonna argue but no we used to go and even like to the bookstore or even the video store but as soon as you walk even now as soon as i go into a bookstore or as soon as we even laugh at it because i actually went poop. like just before our last lockdown need to do a bit really but then as soon as as soon as you walk out it's gone well it's gone back up in you i'm not the only one there was a whole (laughs) there there wasn't there's a whole article and there's been research into it well listen to the comments and you will know that it's not just me bookstore poop (laughs) i'm gonna google bookstore poop well i want you to hold it to the end can you hold it to the end i'm 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 holding i'm holding the poop let's let's go So, Denise goes, this has never happened to me. I work in a bookstore. The bathroom proves that this is true for a lot of people, though. Wait, she says poo everywhere. Is that what's going on? (laughs) Now, Annabelle goes, Denise agreed, not by personal experience, but I worked at a Barnes & Noble for three years, and it seemed pretty spot on for a lot of customers. Now, Heather okay. joins in saying, well, it's a hobby lobby for me every darn time. What, what's a hobby lobby? So a hobby lobby is like a spotlight. So okay. it's like a craft. Right, a craft yeah. store. So like hobbies. Cool. Yeah. Thank Go you. for your hobby lobby. Now, Lauren goes, Heather, me too. And Dawn goes, same. And TJ Maxx. And Ivana goes, Heather, maybe it's the homophobia that runs through that store. Wait a second. I, I thought I missed a sentence there, but I don't think I no. did. It just flips. You didn't. So I think, like, from what the YouTubers I've seen, and Americans might hate me for this, but it is like, you know, Southern American, like, you know, the traditional women. Okay, the women, stereotypical, like, like uh, it's yeah, less so accepting, right? That's that's the general. Like all the moment, yeah. So, yeah. So, But I okay. just thought, okay. 
Now, Chris goes, now I understand it has to do with the smell of the ink. And Sarah goes, Chris, that's what I thought too. Okay. And Samantha goes, Chris, I figured it was because I like to read in the bathroom. Lots of reading material in a bookstore. And then, so she literally thought because she liked to read in the bathroom that it triggered her brain when she went to the bookstore. Okay, that that makes more sense than what's currently happening. We do find a lot about people when reading these books. And then Anne goes, Yes, the smell of books gets me every time. (laughs) Okay. The smell of books. How do you live? There's books everywhere. Now, Amy goes, but I want to know, will this, will it get this baby out of me? What? I will a bookstore like make pregnant. you, yeah. So she's thinking, will it get the poo out of you? Oh. Will it get a baby out of it? It's trying to be funny. And then Jamie goes, ooh, I feel this in my soul. How? How does this? How do <laughs> Maybe you she's heavily this? pregnant and she wants to get out and out. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe she's just relating to the needs to poo feels like a baby or <laughs> wants to get the baby out of you. I don't know. Well, they do say that when you give birth. And because I was always like, you, how do you, you do like poop, to squeeze? You? And they're like, you just squeeze like you go to poop. And that's why you do poop. That's it. Now, Jesse goes, <laughs> something for me to look forward to. Hmm. Um, Jesse, <laughs> Jesse goes, they did a study and it's not the smell of the ink. My theory is that it's the smell of the book's pages. They are made from trees, dot, dot, dot. It's a primal instinct to poop in the woods. I don't think I've ever walked in the woods and needed to poop. (laughs) No. Bookstores, yes. Woods, no. Now, I have needed to poop while in the woods, but that is not correlation and cause, right? How do you know? Because I was in the woods a long time. I didn't just walk into the woods and go, oh, need to poop. So no. why are we in the woods for a long time? I don't know. We like doing camps and stuff, right, for school. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Nice I, I was just lost now- <laughs> on the way home. I couldn't get out of the woods. <laughs> <laughs> now, Rihanna goes, I really want Barnes & Nobles everywhere to significantly up their bathroom game now that we have confirmed that most of us get this. I'm talking cushion seats and loud music playing in the bathroom. I don't want to see any more of these three-stall nonsense. So she can just let her rip. She just wants to Japan's get a good poop out. Yep. Now, Carly goes, I always thought it was from the repeatedly squatting to look at books on the bottom shelf. My favourite bookstore doesn't have a bathroom. There have been some close calls. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, no, I agree with this squatting theory. Like, oh, squatting... Makes, well, yeah, that's how you used to poop as a, as a, well, if we go back to the primal stuff, right? You used to have okay. to squat down to poo and that's why the um, the Asian toilets are, are like squat toilets because that's how oh, your body is built, right? Yeah. The Western toilets are actually the weird ones, but ignoring that fact, squatting actually helps you poo. So if you if you have trouble pooing, fun fact with Ryan here, just get a little <laughs> stool at your toilet and, and put your legs, legs up on the stool oh. and it'll lift you up and it'll uh, it'll change your body's um, like posture and you should be yeah. able to poo no, a bit easier. I've go. also heard, yeah, if you you lean forward as well, yeah, to your, like, your chest, to your knees. That yeah. Because that's probably the same thing. That's it. And then you stool. have to squeeze like you're having a baby. It's, it's just as easy as that, yeah. Because men will know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. And yeah. then and then Lauren goes, we'll explain Hobby Lobby again. So that's bring that up. And then Ryan goes, Lauren, it's the universe telling you to leave that awful place. Oh, okay. Jeez. Now, 
EJ goes, sometimes when I get too excited and happy inside, I feel like pooping. I think this is what people who love to read feel when they enter a bookstore. <laughs> I'm so confused. I'm so, so... I'm so confused. You just want to sometimes when I get too excited and happy inside, I feel like pooping. Is this, who's this that's saying it? EJ. EJ, a girl or boy, I don't know. Young, but... Well, the profile's a young kid. Okay, so maybe a mum. I'm going to say a mum. And sometimes on her get... wedding day... <laughs> She's just like, just I need to poop so bad. I'm well, so no, happy. I, see, I get nervous pooping. You get nervous poops. And I, do you know what this is? I had it explained to me. So when you're nervous, it's fight or flight because your body, or when you're anxious. Right. And so your body, when it's in like distraction mode, it like you relieve it. So you like pee. You could, some people say they do nervous pees and you, you poo in your shit yourself. Right. Poo in your shit. So I, I, I frequently to poo in shit myself when nervous. survival. No. So there you go. There's my fun fact. Okay. Um, it's your body going into fight or flight. Um. Now, Diana goes, after 14 years in publishing and two summers in my grandpa's bookstore, I've never heard of such a thing. And I spent all day smelling ink and paper and leaning forward to read. (laughs) (laughs) Leaning forward to read. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Now, Susie joins in and goes, maybe you need to go to a bookstore. Tatiana. So she tags in her friend saying, maybe you need to go to a bookstore, Tatiana. And then Tatiana goes, Susie, I was going to send you this lol. Now, do you oh. think by reading that, that Tatiana's constipated? Yeah, that's exactly what I was... <laughs> These two have had a talk about how she can't do a poop. And uh, she's like, go to a bookstore. Gotta go to a bookstore to figure out my poop problem. You could see Don't a doctor need... who has all the knowledge that, that those books have. No, but why spend money on laxatives when you can go to a bookstore? Oh, you know, maybe it's something that's the bookstore's not going to solve. Maybe you've got other problems going on, but maybe you don't, and maybe you just need to visit a poop, a poop store. I was going to call it a bookstore, or just eat some fiber. Right now, cat, cat, will get nervous or anxious. Cat goes, um. What I go to the books, um, what I go to the bookstore a lot and have IBS. Never has this happened to me. This is actually thin. We've LMAO. talked about IBS. What's IBS again? Irritable, Irritable bowel syndrome. Yeah. So too much information, love. Yeah, a bit of a TMI. Yeah, a bit of a TMI. But a lot of people. Well, we've got Tatiana who is uh can't poop. Then we've got Cat who is um you know pooping too much. Now. Uh, Hordison? I'm going to call Jay Dickinson. Let's just call him Dickinson. Okay. He goes, this isn't true. The smell of ink and dye. It, it's Sorry, this isn't true. It's the smell of ink and dye. That's why it also may happen in stores with cheap clothing with heavy dyes. Like, a, like an op shop or something? Or I like guess. a spray. Oh, okay. No, like, you know, like really cheap clothing. Um, And then Kai goes, Dickinson, what's... But what about Lowe's and Ikea then? And then Dickinson goes, Kai, that could be sawdust and meatballs. Lol. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And then Samantha goes... Sawdust and meatballs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, meatballs at Ikea are the... I guess, yeah, if you're eating them. Yeah. Now, Samantha goes, this happens to people who enjoy bookstores. It is a feeling of comfort, which allows your body to relax. Lots of people have certain stores that cause this. 
And apparently a certain podcast has covered this before. But I just said anxiety makes you poop. It's just saying being comfortable makes you poop. So, so what really, doesn't make just, you poop? A, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say. Now, Melissa goes, I've never felt so seen before in my life. <laughs> and then Shauna goes... Maybe when people just get out and walk around, it gets things moving and they have to poop. And some people do most of their walking while shopping. So they think it's something in the store that makes them have to poop. Lol. Right. Everyone's got a theory here. Uh, my theory right now that I've just come up with, so you know it's well thought out, yep. is uh, yep. you know how Disneyland releases like good smells in the air? Right? Oh, to to get yeah. there to get people happy. I reckon bookstores yep. are releasing some sort of laxative smell into the air, right? Through the vents. Oh. Why? I haven't figured that out yet, right? <laughs> okay, you get back to me. But that's what they're doing. They're going to get people coming back. They're like, I need to poop. I'm going to go to the library, do a poop. Oh, so the Tatianas are yeah. going to go. Yep. Uh, yeah, okay, right. yeah. Constant goes, LMAO, I used to go into Barnes and Nobles specifically to poop. Oh, there you go. I've just Darren, remember, theory. yep, there you go. Darren, remember after China Palace would always go there rather than stay at the restaurant to screw up their bathroom. Oh my gosh! Wow. Maybe they should stop going to China Palace if they need to screw up Barnes and Noble's toilet <laughs> after. Yeah, I think it's the Chinese. It's not the. It's not the books. Oh, and then Amanda goes. Wait, this is a thing that happens to other people too. I thought it was my body telling me off for buying more books I didn't need. That is the dumbest reason. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, and then Beth goes, okay, but why do I also have to go in Target and TJ Maxx? And Tabitha goes, Beth, girl, you just have to be... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> girl, <laughs> yeah. you just need... <laughs> got some attitude in that, didn't you? I... You're like nearly snapped your fingers on that. Woo, girl. I girl, you just be needing to poop before you leave the house, I think. Yeah. I mean, just poop before you and go out. Very, she's just... Needs to poop everywhere. And then Fiona goes, I used to always need to poop as soon as I walked into a video. Easy. That oh, was me too, Okay, actually. yeah. And then Val goes, tags in his mate Mika. He goes, Mika, did you experience this when you were in a Barnes and Noble? All right. Mika gets... Oh, Mika's just here. Because we, just because we've got to get a bit of triggered in. And then Mika goes, Val, why the fuck would you ask me that? I never had the urge to poop in a Barnes & Noble. Whoever came up with this has too much time on their hands. Wow. No, she just flipped. Everyone was having a good conversation. Now, Mika does say the urge to pop in a Barnes & Nobles. So Val responds back saying, Mika. <laughs> oh, no, Val. Poop. Don't do it. <laughs> and then Mika responds saying, Val, you need help. Oh, my gosh. I thought this I was like a friendly banter. Yeah. I know. It's not. Now, to end it all, I just there's this funny comment at the end. So it, it's the comment to Anthony. So Anthony goes, my urge to poop is not precluded from an absence of literature. Quite the contrary. Music may induce the stool to make an, imp- an appearance, for instance. <laughs> what, what a sentence. Yep. Music and then may Carrie, induce the stool. Yep. And Carrie goes, Anthony, ink stink. <laughs> ink stink. That's what he's calling it for people need oh, to poop ink because stink. of the ink. Okay. It's ink stink. I dig it. I like ink stink. That's quite fun. So, Ryan, have you studied and found out what you think is the thing that um causes... Because there was a lot of theories in there. A lot of TMI. A yeah, lot of theories. There is. Um, 
Uh, what, my what theory? Yeah. Well, what was your theory? Yeah. My, they're releasing laxatives in the air. Uh, Sorry, people... I meant your research. What was your... Because Did you Google it? Uh, I, I Googled it and then clicked off it. So hang on. Okay. Oh, so sorry. It's called uh, the Mariko Aoki phenomenon. I assume a Japanese person came up with it. <laughs> um, it's a Japanese expression referring to the urge to defecate that is suddenly felt after entering bookstores. Um, yeah, it's derived from the woman who mentioned the phenomenon in magazines in 1985. So there you go. There I didn't read go. much more than that. No. So that is all I have for this week. Now, Ron, what are we going to call that one? Uh, I wanted to call that one Poop in the Library. Pooping in the Library? Poop, poop in the Library, yeah. Poop in the oh, Library. Poop in the Library, okay. Mm. All right, Ryan. So what is your triggering moment for this week? So I have a bit of a triggering moment that's only been started lately with Japan entering some sort of state of emergency with the COVID and everything happening. Ooh, um, another one because you didn't like your, your workplace last week. No, no, it's about the workplace again. But it's more of a broad oh. workplace thing. Uh, and I think more people can bond with the idea because more people were working in COVID, right? Like in the, in the times mm-hmm. of COVID. Yeah. And uh, currently, my job has been reduced in the amount of work I do, right? So, mm-hmm. there's less for me to do. I work four out of six blocks of time. Like, I teach. Mm-hmm. So, I teach four classes in a, in a full day. There would usually be six. Um, and then after the lunchtime break that the kids have, I don't have anything to do. And as, a, as like, a, almost like a rental teacher, right? I, I get rented out to schools. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, so I don't have permanent work at these schools, mm. uh, which is a problem because when I'm, you know, after lunch, I've got nothing to do. And now there's a few things that kind of get me a little bit triggered about all this. Uh, firstly, why do I have to stay? Because I don't have stuff to do. You know, I don't have stuff to do. I've asked all the, uh, like the head principals and stuff. Is there anything you want me to do? And they just say there isn't because they're busy, right? These guys are busy. They're still planning classes. They've got things to do. They've got marking to do, whatever. Um, secondly, not only do I not have anything to do, but, you know, they, they're fine with me just sitting there doing nothing. Um, so, I, obviously, I'm going to be on my phone because <laughs> there's literally yeah. nothing for me to do, which then makes me feel worse because I can either sit still and look out a window which is horrifically boring, or I could sit on my phone and then everyone else is looking at me like I'm some sort of lazy guy doing nothing, right? I've already planned stuff for the future, right? I don't need to go over the same notes again and again and again, right? I've, I've done the teaching before. I know what I'm going to teach. So I feel worse that I'm now sitting on my phone while everyone else is busy doing stuff. But like why am i there you don't need me there the fact that the contract says you need to put your time in from this hour to this hour and it doesn't matter how much work actually gets done is the most nonsensical shit ever and that gets me annoyed that's my triggering point is that why am i still forced to be at the there at the time when you don't have work for me just just send me home i'd be happier there would be no issues right just just, yeah just send me home 
or or yeah, have work no. for me. <laughs> Either or right now. It's horribly yeah, boring. Because <clears throat> the other people don't know that you've asked and they've been told, no, don't right. do anything. I just look like a dick. Right? They're <laughs> like, oh, the bloody Aussies sitting there. Right, exactly. Nothing. Yeah. Oh. I've maybe got just take like a do. book or something or start writing a book or something like that. I mean, I sit on my computer, but there's only so much you can do in, in terms of I'm like i don't have the internet right at the at the schools uh, there's no wi-fi for me to sit on so i have to use go, my write phone a novel. write a novel oh that's so much <laughs> so much crap i don't want to do so how long do you have to sit there for right so for lunch starts at 12 right mm-hmm. i have to sit there for three and a half hours for nothing Right. Three and a half hours. It's a long time. It's not even like a half hour wow. or an hour. I could do an hour of, of dicking around. Do they need you just in case? Has there ever been a time like an yeah. hour and they're like, oh, Ryan, we need you? No, no. So the, the thing is like Japan's all about the looking busy or, or contract. And the contract states that I work from this time to that time. And um, and that time ends up being 3.30, right? But That is annoying. Yeah. And so I just get angry. <laughs> Why are you wasting my time and yours at this point? Oh. I'm just I'm just being babysat by the teachers. It's the yeah. worst. <laughs> it's the worst. Oh, that's hilarious. Well, guys, if you have anything for Ryan to do while he's there for his three and a half hours, mm. or what do you think Ryan should do, or how should he approach it? I think he should just quit and come back to Melbourne. But, <laughs> that's you know. the dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be soon. We're getting closer to it. I know. I feel um, it. I feel it's coming a bit, uh, coming to get better. What? Coming to get better? Getting better. That's the word. It is. It's exciting. So, I I, I think start a novel. Start a novel. Start a novel. Start writing poetry. I'll start a, Maybe a novel about time to start- what I get annoyed at at work. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you start docu- documenting your time in Japan? Because it's coming to an end in a couple of months, hopefully. hopefully. So why don't you start documenting it? You never know. Uh, I can, I can, I've got notes, right, about my time. <laughs> I've got photos on my phone. That's kind of like your big, big memories. Your visual. There you go. Yeah. You can start like collating your uh, photos on your phone into a nice album. Ugh. Yeah, but then I'm still on my phone. <laughs> There's no answer. I can't get out of this. <laughs> anyway. Oh, that is annoying. Well, and if anyone else has any trigger moments or if you can relate to Ryan, please send it into triggeredpodcastmail at gmail.com or you can uh, direct message us, comment, like, subscribe. Uh, follow on our Instagram, which is triggered underscore podcast. Um, and yeah, you can even uh, please like uh, subscribe on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, review us. Please share us with all your friends. Mm. Um, if they're like, hey, what am I going to do, especially when you're in lockdown? Hey, listen to this podcast. It's funny. It's not about true crime. Um, <laughs> we're a bit different. <laughs> if you wasn't, that's us. But thank you, everyone, for following us along. We are keeping on growing and it's very, exciting Mm. and you can get more of ryan as well so ryan where can they get more of you uh you can get more of me under the name nao nihon n-a-y-o-r-n-i-h-o-n primarily on twitch and youtube thank you cells no worries and thank you for joining us for episode 18 and i hope that you still stick with us and join us next week for episode 19 hey you never know where we're going to go today we went for lobsters and pooping in libraries so you <laughs> never know sounds like a terrible where... date uh, we went for lobster <laughs> and pooped in the library <laughs> oh, nice. there you go but thank you everyone and we'll see you next week yes thank you very much everyone thank you Suz. we'll see you next time goodbye 